It's Carlene Savage with um, Courses on Prayer, and I'm talking to Rebecca. And she tried her first night to have prayers. So tell us how it went. So I laid down. I was thinking, I'm going to go to bed tonight and just think about my husband, and I'm going to pray for my husband. So I started out, and I know um, I'm, I'm away from him this weekend, and he's got the kids alone. And so my first thought was to pray for his um, understanding and patience with our children. And then I started thinking specifically with the well, but you went to first, you were telling me oh, oh, oh. that you went to, go ahead, share That's it. That's right. First, I went to, what do I want for him? And that was a very tender ask. You were, you were there in a peaceful moment, right? Mm-hmm. I just want to capture this because you were there in a peaceful moment, thinking the best thoughts of your husband. He's the head of our household. Ah, what do I want for him, right? Yes, I was thinking, I just love him. What can I do for him? What do I want for him? And so then you started thinking, I want. Yes. And then what? And I caught myself and I realized, wait, I'm asking what I want for him. It's back on me. So I need to think about what does he want or need? And then I thought, but wait a minute, is that even right? Because sometimes we all get a little closed, I don't know, temporal. So then I, I had to step back and say, but what does God want for him? And I thought, well... God- Another tender moment. I'm just going to insert. Look at how all you have all these tender moments. So in our mind, they can be right. Okay. I like that. Right? So in our minds, we can justify that as right. Because I'm loving my husband right now. What do I want for him? It feels so good. And so the next phase, okay, so go ahead. The next phase was, what does God want for him? What does God want for him? And my, my, our kids came into mind, and he's alone with the kids, and I thought, I think that God would want him to be patient with our children. So you started with what? So I started thinking, and then I started thinking, and that, that thought led me to, especially our 14-year-old. And that thought led me to, because he just doesn't seem to have any patience for him. And every time, and then all of a sudden, I caught myself whining. I caught myself whining and complaining because I don't like the way he da-da-da-da-da-da-da. And it went right back, and it turned negative, and I caught myself. I thought, wait, what just happened? Okay, I need to try something else. And I went to another... Well, Heavenly Father would want him... Oh, and I started thinking about, he would need to know... um, I pray that he would know how much I love him. How much he's loved by us as a family. And then then it turned into another whine and complain about him. And I realized (laughs) that (laughs) he didn't deserve any of those whinings and complaints. And, And so I kind of, I was like... I'm trying, Lord, but I'm tired. <laughs> I went to sleep because I was like, I just... Oh, my goodness. So you just said, I, call it a day. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm hoping you get me because, wow, I got some issues. <laughs> okay, okay. So do you want to break it down? Do you want to do you want to chat about it or do you just want to leave it alone? No, I'd love to know where, like, so this is where I'm like, I need a, an outline to keep me in check until I get this down. Stop complaining. Complain. Are you? So Carlene Savage, Courses on Prayer, and I'm talking with Rebecca after her first night of trying to pray for someone five minutes, for five minutes praying for someone. And so we saw her little, what do you call it, a pinch? I'm calling it a pinch, a little pinch 
where she just kind of went, it's not, it's not quote unquote working. So then she just said, that's enough. And she went to sleep. <coughs> right? Yep. <laughs> so let instantly a couple things. One is you feel like you were defeated. You were not defeated or you could feel like you were defeated. Yeah. Like, ugh, just give up and go to sleep, right? That was that moment. Yes. What about just issuing one beckon call and saying, Father, bless him. I don't know what else to do right now. Bless him. That's it. Gone away. Bye-bye. And you don't leave yourself in a lurch. You don't leave yourself in a lurch. Um, because the natural instinct and, and I, and I see that you don't want to say, no, I, I didn't give up because you're not giving up. You're not, it's not beating you. You just had a moment where you went, I'm too tired and I'm not getting this and, or whatever. Right. Yeah. And so what I'm saying is when you're in that hold, when you first try, cut yourself some slack <laughs> for a second. If you can't do it for the five minutes, if you chose to do it at 2 a.m., which is what you did, yeah. you chose to do it at 2 a.m., and you're too tired to really go through and think this all through, and what, uh, I don't know, maybe you should just say, Father, bless him. He's my person this month. He's my person this month. Just bless him. And you move on, and, and don't worry about it. Now, you could go on to the next day, but say it's earlier, and you, you're still stuck. And you'd go through that same cycle, but this time it's eight o'clock in the morning and you have the time and you found your five minutes to carve out and it still happens. What do you do then? Well, what you do then is you pause for a minute, get hold of yourself, think it again. You went through three stages of thinking on that. What do I want for him? What does God want for him? And then you started, what was the last one? Oh, and then you realized um, that all this was a, your want. It all spinned around and went exorcist on you for a minute. Exorcist. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, so, do you want to break it down? Yes. Yeah? Yeah. Um, okay, so let's, let's take a look at it. I think that all of your... I think all of your directions are very good, very kind, and it's, and it's good. There's nothing wrong with that. But if you want to go a little deeper, if you want to tap in and become a partner with God on blessing his world, then you asked all the right questions. But our tendency, our natural human tendency is to judge, decide, I'm going to be that person. I will master this and we're not the masters god is the only master for me and so when i look at it you are saying so i'm if i'm looking at your husband i'm gonna go what does he need what does he that's the part not need underlined he underlined what does he need what does his mind need what does his body need what does his soul need what does his happiness need ah, see now i just got a list what's that well so i like i like that you broke it down by pieces of him 
mm-hmm. in a way. Because now I'm thinking, well, of course, he's been struggling with an, an injury and it needs, he's going into surgery soon to get it fixed. Okay. And could there be any fear, anxiety, pause for him? Is he concerned about his family surrounding this knee injury? Yeah. Yeah. What is he underlined? The word that's underlined is he. What is him? Him over there. If he if he is sitting over there across the room from you, what is he needing? Not as what are you thinking he needs. What do you want for him? It's what does he need? If I understand this man at all, he's the head of a household. He's carrying the weight of a family. Of how big is your family? Five children. Five, so seven people. He's carrying the weight of seven people. What would he need circling around this knee injury? Does he, is he worried about the welfare of his children? Is he worried about surgery at all? Are these common worries? Uh, Am I worried about that something could go wrong? Am I worried that um, who's going to take care of me or who's going to take care of my family? Is this natural for him to be thinking? Are these his needs? I would think yes. What are what do you say? Well, as you're saying that, I'm thinking, so what I need to do is I was praying for him from the outside as his wife looking in. And that's not his complete person. Mm-hmm. So as you're talking, I'm thinking, I need to sit in his chair. I need to put myself in his place. Mm-hmm and look around differently. Mm-hmm. So as I'm sitting there and I'm, I mean, I know I'm well enough that I can sit there and go, okay, if I'm, if I am him, I know he's got some kidney issues. I know there's some health issues we're working on. I know. So he's got a knee and kidneys. And the sleep study coming up and right. And so, and I know his insecurities. I know things that, that he focuses on that he doesn't need to focus on in my opinion, because he's amazing. And there's, and then I see the So family. then there's those tender things that only a wife knows about him. Yes. And and you you know what those are. Okay. So you have a great list of him. Yes. That he what does he need? Now let's go into and we didn't even get into letting you explain the whole thing, but I'm just pausing you because really this is where the meat is. Right. <coughs> so tell me. You get a you you do great with visualization. You like the vis- visualization. Mm-hmm. So you and God are holding a bucket, right? Yes. And you get to wish for anything. For God is looking at you saying whatever you say, the next 3 things that you want for him that you say to me, give him, bless him, anoint him, pour upon him, whatever it is that you want to say. And you get three because that you liked that experience. What is that that you're going to bless him with? Long pause. Tell me what you're thinking. Um, I'm thinking now this is where the vulnerability comes. Okay, so... One of the things that we're hitting is, okay, we talk about enemies, right? We've talked about enemies. Courses on Prayer talks about enemies. And those enemies right now is what? Pride or? No, now I just feel like it's kind of intimate and I don't want to say it out loud. 
So it's kind of intimate. But between the two of us. <laughs> between you and him. Don't tell me everything. Tell me something. What do you, so that we, we understand. And the thing is, is that that intimacy is exactly it. But we are in a society where we talk about vulnerability all the time. We talk about how, oh yeah, I can tell my feelings. You're right. I can, I'm not referring that to you. Right. But we're in a society where it's like, you just need to be vulnerable. And really, when push comes to shove and you're given that moment, we clam up and go, no, not, not really. Not, uh, I, I'm worried now. And so what is the worry behind actually saying it? Um, I don't think that there's a worry in saying it. I think it's more like, well, that's kind of private. Like, I could turn to God and ask him, now that I've got the focus, I can go to him and say, oh, please. But to say it out loud to someone else is like sharing my sex life. It's not something I'm going to do. <laughs> you know what? We're going to have to do a podcast on sharing our sex life in prayer, right? right. But not really sharing our sex life. Sex life being the vulnerability of it. praying over your sex life? <laughs> oh, now that's a different podcast, but you're you're saying it compares the intimacy compares to a sex life. Yeah, or even more so because it's something that I know him so intimately. <coughs> Say it again. I know him so intimately that now to pray for him and let other people hear what I have to say is to uh, to me is is like a bit, uh, breaking a trust or something like now nah, you don't spill your stuff to people. So. Um, well, be careful because what's happening is the spirit's changing again. Yes. Because you're you don't want to go there. I don't want to go there out it, loud. Yes, you don't want to go there out loud. But here's the thing. God hears us, so I can sit here and go, "Oh, heavenly Father," or my thing is, "Oh, Father." And that's not, it. It does feel intimate when you first start. Yeah. But then when you go into a partnership with God. I mean, you and I sat here the other day and I said, oh, please, Father, don't let it be this. And when we were talking and I could feel something and we were like exposing some stuff and I said, oh, Father, don't let it be this or oh, Father, that is the same intimacy you and I are talking about. The difference is, is I'm farther down the, the path of doing that. The comfort level. The, vulner, the vulnerability, yes, I'm further, farther down the path. So the thing is, is that there's nothing wrong with where you're at but admit it for what it is and not for oh no i you know that's just oh, that's just too no prayer is the public conversation with god and if we're saying we can't do that there's we then we already set up a barrier between us and god so eventually get there now you may not want to tell all the the things that you two have shared together of course not but what you do want to do is be able to say, oh, Father, oh, Father, there's this man that I love, and I hold him dear, and he's sacred to me. You and helped us find each other. Now, that I know is very intimate. I am saying words that I know you feel, but you can't say them. And it's only because I'm farther down the road. That's all. I can say that out loud because it's so my heart it's so, I will not live another way. So I can look at, you know, um, I can look at my husband, I can look at your husband, and I, and I can feel that. Father, he is an ex, I've said this about my husband, he is an exquisite man. He is a divine human being. This man is your son, he is your warrior. 
He is your light. He is your gift to the world. Bless this man to be whole. Now, it feels so raw, but the difference between you and me is I'm just farther down the road and I've passed that point of being worried about, I don't care. I'm not worried about my pretense anymore. I was, and to say it out loud was like, oh, oh my goodness, I can't, ah, what do I do? Somebody's gonna hear me say that. And I, years ago, I stopped that for myself. And I did go into groups and I'd say, I have the most exquisite husband. Now you know his faults. We've talked about some of his faults. He is a total temporal man in a lot of ways. And he has flaws coming out his ears. But the thing is, is that I know who he is, underlined him, he. I know who he is. I don't, I have my wants for who I want him to be. I have my wants for his healing. I want have my wants for his delightful joy in life, but that's not who he is. Who he is, is God's son. Does that make sense? Uh -huh. What are you feeling? What are you thinking? Well, when you, you know, and I think that's the steps you have to go through is you go, okay, stop looking at him as the man that just helped bring in the groceries and look at him as the man, <laughs> right, and help him pay the bills. And instead look at the man that you said, that, that I, when life slows down, I look at and I go, oh, I just don't deserve this man. It's amazing. He's kind. He's loving, you know. And you start making that list in your head and then you just go, I'm, <laughs> I'm so in love. <laughs> you know, you start just going, why do I ever complain about this guy? He's amazing. And he's. Now imagine if you got to the point where you could put that on your lips at any hour of the day. Imagine your next argument. Imagine the next demand you have. So I need to start with gratitude for this person. Really? That's for you. So for me, I need to, so here are my steps in my okay. head so that I can, I'm, I'm writing these down because I want to be able to do this again for someone else. I don't have to go, wait. So for me, it's put myself exactly in their spot and look at their life and the stresses they deal with from their eyes. Okay. Then be grateful for this person because with everything they're dealing with, they're still, they're amazing. So then I go through and say all the things I'm grateful for. But now because I can see his life through his eyes, and then I can see how amazing he truly is to me, then I can go in and be a little, and, and say, here's his strengths, here's the stresses in his life, instead of seeing his weaknesses. Mm -hmm. And I can say, okay, now I pray that his body, I, I pray for the doctors that are taking care of this man for me. That they'll be inspired to know what's wrong. That they'll be inspired to know how to heal or take care of him so that he can have a long, fruitful life with me and the kids. So that he can feel the health and the strength that he needs to, to be able to handle all that's in his life. So that he can have the energy to exercise the way he loves to feel healthy and strong that that he will have 
joy in his work, that he will find fulfillment with the responsibilities on him. That... So, um, I love that. Now remember, you have 30 days. Right, because you I, do, I feel it. I feel, right? like, I feel like a kid who's going, oh yeah, I can read. And I got, and I can only do sentences at a time, right? <laughs> Don't have me a chapter book. So I, I do, I feel like I'm like, oh yeah, I can read. Oh, I need to start with one-liners right yeah, now. Yeah, And I, but I, but now I'd love to hear how you would put that. Because that's my yeah. chapter book, and that's what I'm writing. So it's interesting because as I'm listening to you, I saw you pop back in. Um, you, you popped back in to rote prayers, which is, I want him to have joy in life, and yes. I want him to be And I felt joy. it. Yes. And it bugs me. And I, I felt this. Well how else to go. Right. And the, and the spirit changes when yes. you do that. Okay. Is there anything wrong with it? No. You know, we have to learn. We have to do the training wheels before we can take those off. Before you can ride a unicycle, you have to go to the two wheels. You have to, you know what I mean? You have to give yourself a chance. So that's why I said you have 30 days. <coughs> so today, that might have been your prayer. But tomorrow, if you're truly, if you go vulnerable, and if you start looking at those things, and for you, you're saying, hey, look, I've got to go through the gratitude. I want to look at this man and see what, what he needs. What are his stresses going on in his life? And then I need to go there in my prayer and wish for him and want for him and love for him. And then you do that. So when I'm looking at him, I'm not, I, I love, for me, it is, it is something more along the lines of, give me a second. Um, Um, father, there, there's this, there, and he's not my husband, okay? So, Father, there's this man out there. He loves his family. He's been a good man. He's been your, your prince on the earth. He's cared for a family. In his secret dark places, he, he wants for his family. There are wants there that he has. But he's embarking on this, a, a lot of physical changes that are going on. That's where this man is going. It only seems natural that he would be concerned about those, those most intimate feelings that he has for his family, his wife. That just seems natural to me, Father. And in that space, if there is to be calm, let him be calm. If there is to be confidence, let him be confident. If there is anything that the doctors need to know to help him become his best self for you, to be in service for you, let that be found, let that be discovered, let that be vocalized, verbalized, caught. If there is anything in the doctor's mind, clear the way that while he touches this man, that he has no other thoughts. When he touches this man, that his mind is completely clear and focused on where he needs to go, how he needs to work, and how he needs to use his talents to improve the life, his gifts to improve this man's physical body. Those are the directions I would be going. What do you think? I think I want to get there. Okay. Could you feel the difference? Could you? Yeah, I see the difference. I see the depth. I 
when I'm speaking, that's where I want to be. Mm -hmm. But I don't, I'm not there. And I, I even feel myself heading into the depth and, and then coming right back out. But I'm not really sure where the problem was. So that, the spirit was there, your humility's there, you see God's point of view in that. I love the way that you ask, if it's there, let him have it. If it's there. So it's really, you're, you're asking for God's will to be involved. And if it's not there, okay. Mm-hmm. And I think that there's a true power in that. But if it's not there, I would also pray in that. But again, you have 30 days. Right, so right. so trust, we cannot, I do not <laughs> encourage you to try and solve every problem of his world and help him in every way possible in the five minutes. It just, you can do, you could do it. Like if we were in the middle of a, of a tornado or something like that, I could make a fast, you know, ah, this is what I need, Father. Be here, you know, insert yourself. If we are not to go, then help us find a way to survive. Simple, right? Fast. But you have 30 days. Cut yourself some slack. Start thinking about it. I guarantee your prayer tomorrow will be better, will be different. It'll settle well. And so you're showing me, like you said, you start going in and then you pop back out. It's because, in my experience, but it's because the minute you, you genuinely touch that spirit, it is like, pa, what? And it scares the natural woman. So it's the spiritual, celestial, eternal woman that needs to touch. And when she does, she will be okay with it. It's that transformation that Moses had. You will be okay when you touch the spirit. Once you, once you let that woman touch the spirit. Instead of, you know, instead of going in and going, ah, that was like close. Oh, shoot. <laughs> Got to pull out. Yeah. Get, <laughs> <Up>. <laughs> get out. <coughs> so, um, and again, it's not any, I mean, I'm not doing anything that you're not going to do. You're going to do that. If your heart is in this challenge of five minutes every day for 30 days, you'll do it. If you spend five minutes complaining about somebody and you can't find five minutes to pray, yeah, that's a whole nother evaluation that you might want to do. But you'll you'll do it. My point is you're not going to do that. You're not going to waste that. You know you have five minutes every day. Spend it on him. Make him the focus. And your prayers will enhance and get deeper and morph into things that you don't even know yet. Because you'll follow the Spirit. What say you? You're over there shaking your head at me. Yes, she's slowly nodding up and down. Oh, now she's eyebrows raised. <laughs> I'm sorry, but I just got a whole plan in my head. You do? <laughs> Tell me. What um, are you thinking? Just okay, if you this can. Is, this is a complete, no, this is a business plan. Oh, okay. So you're good. Yes. <laughs> it feels good. You're going to have to tell me how it goes later. All right. Carlene Savage, Courses on Prayer.